This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Let's have more to prove this season. Is it Aaron Rodgers or is it Deshaun Watson? We've been debating it throughout the show. He's Randy Scott. I'm Michelle Smallman. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. The Hall of Fame game is tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time. The Browns versus the Jets. Zach Wilson versus Kellen Mond. Randy. I'm sure you are counting down the minutes until kickoff. <laughs> I listen for any football is when you're just dragging your feet through the desert and you see a water fountain. You're not going to go away because it's room temperature. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you want cold, <laughs> yeah, you want cold water, but you'll take any water at that point. I just want to see NFL football tonight, and our off season officially ends tonight, Swalman. I love it. Yes, we will all be watching because we are a football-addicted society. But let's talk about the two quarterbacks who will not be under center tonight, Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. Both of these players, Randy, have pressure on them for different reasons. But when you examine both of them moving forward, if, if let's say at the end of the season, both of them have disastrous 2023 campaigns. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets fall apart. Let's say it's like the Mets. They acquire this all of this talent and then they just can't get it done and they don't make the playoffs. Or Deshaun Watson looks like the 2022 version of himself and not the 2020 version of himself. <laughs> Who do you think is going to have more questions to answer at the end of the season? I think it's Aaron. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Who has more questions to answer at the end of the season? Who, I think it's, who has more pressure on them? I think, well, I think Rodgers has more pressure because I think the window is, 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 smaller is shorter because of his age that's it though I mean both teams gave up plenty to bring in these quarterbacks you outlined some of the draft compensation earlier in the show uh, that Cleveland parted with I mean three first round picks to say nothing of the fully guaranteed contract Uh, but but the Jets have made it clear they are all in on this quarterback they've brought in his you know retiree uh, uh, favorite receiving target of Randall Cobb. They brought in Alan Lazard. They brought in Nathaniel Hackett. Like They have made it clear they cleared the deck for this man because they know that they are just competent quarterback play away from making a significant run in the postseason. There are deeper questions for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Deshaun Watson looked to be a shell of himself, and by doing so, like if you were a fully cynical person, you could say, oh yeah, he lowers the bar of expectation for himself so that whatever this year is, as long as it's an improvement over last, then he's fine. You know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. then the questions aren't as loud. Smallman, you and I both know. I mean, you're 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 in the at the New York office, right? You're the regional manager of the New York office right now. That's right. Boots on, on the ground. On ESPN radio. That I mean, Rodgers is in that fishbowl as well. So Rodgers takes on the punching bag in that city from an NFL standpoint, right? It's the Jets are the redheaded, you know, you know they are the also ran to the Giants and Rodgers steps in as the savior. That is not quite the expectation of Watson in Cleveland. It is not. But the the stakes are higher for Deshaun Watson than they are for Aaron Rodgers. If we're talking legacy, Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers is an MVP. Aaron Rodgers is a Super Bowl champion. Deshaun Watson was a, an arguably a top five quarterback in 2020. It's three years now since we've seen Deshaun Watson play at an elite level. Yet the Browns are paying him like an elite quarterback. $230 million guaranteed. They gave up five draft picks to acquire him. Three first-rounders. You do not give up that much money and mortgage your future for anything less than top five elite quarterback play. And when we talk about the Cleveland Browns, there's three words that come to mind. It's the video. 
factory of sadness. <laughs> and Deshaun Watson's <laughs> legacy is hinging on him bouncing back because at the end of this, Randy, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers as a Hall of Famer. We could be talking about Deshaun Watson as the person that had 25 lawsuits against him for sexual misconduct during massage sessions like his legacy is far more damaged if he does not return to form as a football player than Aaron Rodgers is if he doesn't win a Super Bowl at his final stop in his career oh yeah what's your what's your redeeming quality if you're Deshaun Watson right now because beforehand it was he could save this franchise right he could save Cleveland the fans were sticking up for him some fans not all but yeah what's your redeeming quality if suddenly you can't be a competent NFL quarterback I, I mean, truly, what is what is the legacy? It's it's not anything that anybody wants to be associated with. For Aaron Rodgers, he already has the Super Bowl, sure, but think about the impact and how we remember and speak of this man. To say nothing of the ayahuasca and the you know uh, the tattoo and things like, hey, a hand in the air as somebody who got his first and second tattoos as he was approaching turning forty years old. Listen, man, I get it, I understand mm. it. But he has the opportunity to be more redemptive moving forward and bring playoff success to a team that hasn't been their small man in 12 years. We might need to explore that tattoo comment from yep. you a little bit later in the show. You've got not one, but two. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Two of them. But I just think overall the the pressure is higher on Deshaun Watson because of what's at stake long term. I think in the immediacy, of course, Aaron Rodgers realizes that he forced his way out of Green Bay to get to this spot. He got everything he wanted. We spoke to Diana yeah. Rossini earlier in the week, Randy, and she talked about how everything in Florham Park is running through Aaron Rodgers, from the way he wants to call the offense to what they have for lunch. He is in <laughs> charge there, and he's got he's gotten the autonomy and, frankly, the power that he craved when he left Green Bay, and he knows that he's got probably a two-year window to deliver a Super Bowl. He's made the comments. He knows it's Super Bowl or bust. He he made the comment about the Lombardi looking lonely. He understands the pressure. But even if he doesn't get it done, we're not looking at Aaron Rodgers as anything other than a Hall of Fame quarterback. Whereas Deshaun Watson could set the Cleveland Browns franchise back how many, I, I mean, a detrimental amount of time if he's not the answer at quarterback. And then he just gets added to the CVS length list of decisions and failures that the Cleveland Browns have accumulated over their tenure. I mean, okay, it's oh. it's going to be really bad if he doesn't bounce back. Let's not let's not pretend as though the Jets didn't sacrifice to bring in Aaron Rodgers as well. And if you just want to look at if you want to look like blind resume, which is so difficult considering the circumstances that Deshaun Watson left Houston under, or rather sat out, or was yeah sat out and then was later suspended. Like the amount of football time that Deshaun Watson missed, but the Packers traded a, rather the Jets traded a first round draft pick, a second round pick, and then a conditional second round choice uh, in 2024. So the cupboard behind Aaron Rodgers in New York right now is quarterback play so terrible that you had to go out and get a 40 year old quarterback. Okay. Behind Aaron Rodgers is Zach Wilson. And I understand what you're saying about Deshaun Watson and the Browns, and they gave up the three first-round picks, so even if Watson flames out, they don't have a first-round pick to go get somebody. I understand mm-hmm. that in the factory of sadness, but the Jets did this because their microwave window right now to do anything, to make this worthwhile, with a 40-year-old, a 40-year-old quarterback playing in the elements, playing in New England once, Orchard Park once, and in you know New Jersey eight times, you know playing in those elements, uh, their, their window is two years. That's it. 
And for me, in order for this to work or be worth it, rather, you have to win two playoff games in those two years. It's not just get to the postseason. It's not just win once in the postseason and catch a hot team on the come up. You have to win two games in order for Robert Sala to be on the other end as Jets head coach once this Rodgers experiment is over. Randy Scott says Aaron Rodgers has more pressure. I say Deshaun Watson has more pressure on him this season. What about our ESPN NFL analyst, Damian Woody? Damian, who has more pressure, Rodgers or Watson? Pressure is clearly Aaron Rodgers, right? Because obviously when you make that type of move, what the signal that you're sending as an organization is we're ready. We're ready to compete with the Kansas City, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Buffalo Bills to try to represent the AFC in a Super Bowl. Randy, mm-hmm. since he was on your side, I'm giving you the floor. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what Damian knows also well is the fishbowl that you're in in that city. And I, Aaron Rodgers can embrace it and lean into it, and that's fine. But Aaron Rodgers knows that he has to deliver, that there are no excuses anymore. He can't complain the way that he did justifiably. I, don't, I hesitate to even use the word complain because it's pejorative, but he had a gripe with the fact that there was little money spent on the offensive side of the football, little draft capital spent on the offensive side of the football when he was in Green Bay. He can't say that now. He can't. He's gotten to pick the groceries here. Garrett Wilson, he comes into a situation where Garrett Wilson, that draft pick, has been an absolute success for the Jets. He's got Brees Hall coming off of injury. He'll probably, let's be real, he'll probably have Dalvin Cook here shortly. He, he, there are no, there's nowhere to hide in terms of excuses. And I'm not suggesting that he's trying to hide, but I'm saying once you put yourself in that position... You have set yourself up for massive expectation. And with expectation comes having to prove it. But can you make the same argument in regards to Sean Watson? He's out of excuses as well. He is paid like a franchise quarterback. $230 million guaranteed. He hasn't done it since 2020. The lawsuit stuff has been settled. The off the field drama, him having to answer for himself, is basically settled now. He's not going to have to answer those questions this season. The suspension is over. He's got a full off season and a full season of runway here to get it done. There are no more excuses for Deshaun Watson either. He didn't pick where he went, though. Rodgers knew where he wanted to go, identified it, engineered the trade, made it all happen. There, the list was shorter for Watson's services. With regard to the guaranteed money, he went where there was guaranteed money. The Browns were the only team willing to do it. The only team willing to guarantee that full contract for him. That's why. It wasn't necessarily, hey, I like the ingredients. I'm going to have a say in the in the personnel decisions. No, it wasn't that. It was He followed the money. That's it. He's Randy Scott. I'm Michelle Smallman. It's Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. We've talked about the Jets and the Browns, but plenty of other things happening around the NFL's training camp is underway. We are going to go around the league and hear from some of the big names as we welcome in our producer, Mark, to take us there. Mark, what's up? What is going on, guys? been a pleasure. So, let's start with the reigning NFC champs. Jalen Hurts spoke to the media today and spoke about his approach going into the season. I don't think there's been any difference in how I've been this whole time in my whole career in terms of my goals and uh, my approach, my intent towards practice and and how it's been. So, you know, I've just always tried to strive to be the best I can be and continue to learn and continue to positively affect the people around me. Spoken like a true quarterback. 
Say, <laughs> saying words without saying anything at all. But also, if your jailing hurts, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Why would you change your process? You had a tremendous amount of success last year. I wouldn't trade one thing, change one thing. I have a question about the meniscus, though. Um, we saw a different quarterback. We saw a different Jalen Hurts. And honestly, just one turnover away from potentially being a Super Bowl champion. So I'm, I'm not trying to quibble with the results and the massive growth that he had last season. But I want to see him healthy. And uh, I want to see a continuation of the offense that worked. Um, sometimes uh, the league just needs, you know, a few games worth of tape to be able to adjust. And, and we saw it was, it was tougher sledding down the stretch offensively for Jalen Hurts and for the Eagles. But I think a lot of that was the injury. So I wanted to, I want to see that the knee's okay. And I just I want to see him protect himself in this uh, offseason and preseason. All right. Well, Josh Allen spoke to the media. He talked about how the offense has looked so far. It takes time. Uh, we're, we're just trying to work hard and work the kinks out. Um, I'm glad we're we're making mistakes now and um, learning from them and trying to correct them the next time that we go out there. And um, you know, it, again, it's not going to be perfect right away. We, we got to talk through a lot of different things. And again, nothing that we did last year carries over to what we're going to do this year. We're going to be a completely different ball club based on you know personnel and scheme. And every year, you got to find new ways to to be different than you were last year and to be better than you were last year. Do you think those kinks have to do with he and Stephon Diggs? I, I I don't necessarily. I think they have to do with Josh Allen and not Stephon Diggs. I think that's what drove Stephon Diggs so crazy uh, last season, and, and maybe justifiably so. But um, for all the all the killing of Dak Prescott that we do mm-hmm. for his turnovers, like, oh, my gosh, interception ratio, 3.8%. Um, and I get it. It was a smaller sample size. He only played 12 games. But he had 15 picks. Davis Mills had 15 picks. Tied for second most interceptions in the NFL was Josh Allen. Josh Allen had 14. Derek Carr had 14. Kirk Cousins had 14. We flamed the other two guys. To the extent that Derek Carr is now in a different uniform in an entirely different city, Kirk Cousins remains a punchline. But we're supposed to just buy in blindly on Josh Allen. And I and and, and I say that as someone who would. I, I think the Bills win the division again. I think the Bills are a playoff team again. But there is a reason. There are kinks to be worked out. You cannot turn the football over at that rate and make a deep run in the postseason as we saw in what ended Buffalo's run. Especially in the red zone. What are you, la- what are you laughing at? Hold on. I was like, because <laughs> I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. Yeah, you're arguing <laughs> against yourself. Him. I'm not going to flame him, but I, I do We think- should flame him. I, I, yeah. But yes, he'll win the division. <laughs> I love that you just <laughs> argued against yourself there, Randy Scott. Right. But I think the difference between a Kirk Cousins and a Josh Allen is we have seen we have more confidence despite the turnovers despite the turnovers in the red zone do you have more confidence in Josh Allen to get it done in the playoffs than you do Kirk Cousins because I do yeah if if it wasn't because of him going against Patrick Mahomes in that epic shootout we could have seen the Bills win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen under center already sure yeah you pick the Bills up you put them in the NFC Josh Allen's been in a couple Super Bowls so far yeah right yeah I think that I think that probably happened sorry Philly um but that's listen. That's the hand they're dealt. You know, you 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 fight all season to try to create some semblance. And I know it got a little squirrely with uh, with the playoff tiebreakers and things last season. But you you play all regular season to try to play a home playoff game, and you have to you have to cash in. And and Josh Allen has to make better decisions in the red zone. That's where I thought the question was going, and because he was forcing he was forcing balls, and that would if you are Stephon Diggs, that would drive me nuts you just throw the ball away live to fight another down give me another chance you can't have your quarterback playing hero ball 
All right, seems like there's a little bit of trouble out in Green Bay. Jordan Love, Packers quarterback, spoke about not finding their offensive rhythm. Practicing the situations to go win a game, you know, whether it's in the game, in the half. Um, you know, we're practicing those situations for a reason. That's when we need it. We need to go down, drive down, and win that game. So it's frustrating that, you know, we haven't been able to, you know, even get a drive started, let alone, you know, move the ball downfield to score. Oof. Yeah, doesn't, yeah, oof. doesn't feel like the hype is uh, is continuing to flow in Green Bay around Jordan Love and that offense. We talk so much about Aaron Rodgers having pressure. What about the guy that's replacing him? What about the guy whose draft pick was so offensive to Aaron Rodgers that it basically started the dominoes falling to get the Hall of Famer to want to get out of town? That man has so much pressure on his shoulders there. Um, and it's, it's due in, in small part. Uh, to the fact that the, the division is winnable, it, it's gettable, and you have Aaron Jones uh, at, at running back, and you have a defense, and, and really, if you play competent quarterback, uh, you could win eight games, you could win nine games, and then you see where the rest of the uh, division falls. But we're talking about a Packers team that threw for two hundred and thirteen and a half yards per game last season in twenty twenty two NFL. It's just, it's not, it's not going to cut it. You have to have some balance, and usually, I mean, Smallman, usually we're talking about like. Can you manufacture enough of a ground game to provide balance, to avoid being so pass-heavy? It's the other way around in Green Bay. They need something from Love, and unfortunately, he's the he's the guy replacing the guy, right? Which you never want to be in any sport, truly. You want to be the guy who replaces the guy who replaces the guy. The replacement of the replacement. The replacement of the replacement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but what. don't you think, too, by making those comments, he's setting a standard? He's saying this is not good enough, it is, I, acknowledging what's going on. I just... I feel like when you are replacing the guy, you're trying to exert your leadership in that manner. How? Okay, yes, I agree with you. And I'm not, okay, <laughs> I don't want to make him Russell Wilson of the NFC North. I don't. But I do think you do have to earn the right to criticize your offense. Has Jordan Love earned that right to be this vocal of a leader? Because I, I I get it. I understand what you're saying about trying to lead. Has he has it's, is that going to fall on on deaf ears for folks who have already fought those battles in that uniform? Well, we'll see if it works. Yeah. You have to read the room. Yeah, for some guys, you think at the outset of his career, if Joe Burrow came out and did that in Cincinnati, yeah, they were they're going to listen to him because he exerts that dominance. They know that when he steps on the field, he's the general. And I think Jordan Love is trying to do that because he's replacing the guy. Mm-hmm. He's trying He's trying to prove that he's the leader and that replacing he's the, the singular voice in the locker room, you know? Yeah. Thank you, Mark. We appreciate it. Yeah, no no problem. Anytime. <laughs> you sound thrilled to go around because, the NFL with us. <laughs> he's Randy Scott. I'm Michelle Smallman. We are thrilled that a former NFL quarterback is going to stop by next to help us get ready for the NFL season. It's Canteen Carlin here on ESPN Radio. We'll do that next. But first, Randy has this from Indeed. Michelle, uh, when you're running your own business, the last thing you need is running into problems hiring. So check out Indeed. The all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. With tools like Instant Match, the moment you sponsor a post, you'll instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. You can then invite them to apply, schedule, and conduct interviews all from the Indeed website. So visit Indeed.com slash credit to get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. 
It's Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Michelle Smallman, and Randy Scott is vibing to the yep. weekend I'll right now. I'll tell you, a, ba- a wedding band isn't going to do right by this song. You need the actual, You need the actual track. You know what? Before we get into some football talk, we need to bring in our ESPN NFL analyst, Tim Hasselbeck, to the conversation. Tim, if you're going to a wedding, would you rather have a band or a DJ performing at the reception? What, is it a good band or is it a bad band? <laughs> right? Isn't the ceiling, isn't, isn't the floor a lot lower for a bad band, Tim? I mean, I've seen some terrible bands where it's been like, <laughs> you know, you should have just went spent five grand on a DJ. Like, yes. What, what were you thinking? You yes. Know? And by the way, pick out the songs, hear them the way you want them. Like, look, I've seen people not trust the band so much that it's like when it comes to the, you know, like the the bride and groom's dance, they're like, yeah, why, you guys sit this one out. We're going to play just, <laughs> we're going to play the song the way we like it played. Yes. I mean, Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. That is a bummer. I just, exactly right. let, I just would <laughs> never let Randy, I would never let Randy pick out the band. There you like go. If it was like for some reason I couldn't go like hear the band. Yeah, I got you, man. Like uh, the list of people I would trust before <laughs> Randy to like be like to recommend the band is long, really long. <laughs> Okay, well, who do you trust more to get it done this season? Let's pivot to quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson? Which which two of these guys do you think is going to have uh, a quote-unquote bounce-back year where they prove the doubters wrong? I would say Aaron, and, you know, in large part Aaron because he played with a broken thumb last year. And you just look at the history of what Aaron has been as a player. He's been unbelievable at throwing touchdowns and not throwing picks. So, I think it's more likely that Aaron, you know, responds. But uh, at the same time, look, I do think that Deshaun Watson looks a little bit more like the Deshaun Watson we were used to seeing, you know, prior to his suspension. He was a very good player. He's on a very good team. Uh, And I think the offense that he plays in is a good one. So, 
I think both guys have better years than they had last year. Um, but, you know, if I were to just kind of bank on a guy, you know, looking like he, he has in the past, I would say it's Aaron Rodgers. All right, first of all, I would do right by you with that band selection. I'd come in knowing <laughs> knowing your musical taste. I'd be like, which one of you guys sounds most like Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? And then we're just going to go We're going to go from there. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. That's pretty. <laughs> we're just going. I thought you were going to say like Third Eye Blind or somebody, but okay, that was good. That was really good. We're just going back to, the, to your college days on the Heights, man. Um, so, all right, those quarterbacks to this one here. I don't know that there is maybe Anthony Richardson, maybe, but I, I don't know that there's another quarterback that's getting as much hype. I, I mean, hype that, as Justin Fields this offseason. It seems like everyone mm-hmm. is all in. I'm wondering if you think, Tim, Fields can take that leap and be the superstar that guys like Greeny and Damian Woody yeah. seemingly think. Yeah, like, I think he eventually can be a superstar. Like, is he going to be in the MVP conversation? You know, everyone wants to be like, all right, who's this year's Jalen Hurts? You know, the guy that we're unsure about as a starter, and now next thing you know, you know, we're talking about him as an MVP candidate, his team's in the Super Bowl. Uh, like, I don't think we're looking at that, but I've always felt that Justin Fields had Cam Newton-like qualities in that just the physical nature of it, just his ability to be – uh, a runner in different circumstances, his ability to throw the football accurately, uh, his track record of, of making good decisions at the collegiate level. Like, I just think that he can be an amazing player. Um, and I think with a better supporting cast, which he'll have this year, um, just more confidence of being an NFL quarterback, which I think you saw from year one to year two with the changing coaching staff and all of that. I think that field is going to have a very good year. I think the running is going to continue to kind of just prop him up as a a player in general, make him hard to uh, defend. And I think the passing is going to get better as the guys around him are better. We're talking quarterbacks and wedding bands and DJs with our ESPN NFL (laughs) analyst, Tim Hasselbeck. Tim, last segment we played some sound from Jordan Love, who was talking about his struggles and the Packers' offensive struggles during training camp. How much stock should we put into quarterbacks struggling in training camp? Yeah, I think it can be overblown. Some days the the practice schedule is scripted for the defense to succeed. And some days, you know, you have a starting wide receiver that's got a sore hamstring, and so then – you know, you're you're playing with guys that don't know what they're doing as much and, you know, it can disrupt a drill. So I think it can be way overblown. And I do think, in fairness to, to Jordan Love, what's going to happen is, you know, every single practice and, you know, Rob Domofsky is going to chart, you know, hey, he was, you know, six for 13 in team drills this day. And, like, I think it's great for the diehards that are uh, that are living and dying with every Jordan Love pass but the reality is, like, he was a developmental prospect when he came out of college. He's played very little football the past few years. There are going to be growing pains. And I think as soon as everybody just, you know, comes to terms with that, understands that that's how it's going to be, then the better off that, in, that everyone will be in terms of having patience with Jordan Love and, and his development. Talk with Tim Hasselbeck. Tim, uh, Hall of Fame game tonight. And we're not going to see Aaron Rodgers. We are going to see Zach Wilson. Is he auditioning for another NFL job this preseason? I definitely think that, you know, while he's, de- he's you know, playing for the Jets, 
everybody's going to be watching. I mean, think about Mitchell yeah. Trubisky. You know, Mitchell Trubisky went and was the backup in Buffalo, but he got some work, and when he got some work, you know, people looked at him and said, well, maybe he could play for us. Like, you know, my brother yeah. got traded to the Seattle Seahawks. He threw 29 regular attempts. But they traded for him to be the starter, and it was mainly because Brett Favre didn't play in the preseason, so my brother got so look, it can be very valuable to quarterbacks that are, you know, trying to rehab their their image in the league, their just the ability to kind of get back out there and play the game and maybe get some confidence back. And so I do think it's important for Zach Wilson. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Last thing for Tim Hasselbeck. Tim, are you a dancer at a wedding? Let's go. You know what? No. Just not. I'm not. Like, I think what's happened is, like, been to too many weddings where I see, like, these big, tall, goofy guys like Randy <laughs> dancing. And I'm like, nah. Don't, don't want to look like that. You know? Oh, like, that's the last place I want to end up is like that right there. Even Tim agreeing yeah. with me, even Tim agreeing with me, just comes with so many thorns, so many thorns. <laughs> Amazing. He's are you, our ES. Are you not a dancer, Randy? I'm you're a not big a dancer. dancer. Big oh, of course dancer. he is, Tim. Come on. Yeah. You know he's okay. tearing it up. I, I tell you, I mean, and listen, some of those videos are going to live forever. <laughs> that, that, you got to come to terms with that. And if you have any out there, please hit send on Twitter. We would love to see them. He's our ESPN NFL analyst, Tim Hasselbeck. Tim, thanks so much for the time. See you guys. Bye, Tim. (laughs) He's Randy Scott. I'm Michelle Smallman. Randy, I know that there's videos that exist of you, embarrassing ones, be on the dance floor Uh, at a wedding. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Can't wait to see him. Can't wait to see him. Because they will see the light of day. That's for sure. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, coming up next here on Canteen Carlin, we're going to continue our NFL two days. We are going to talk about the Green Bay Packers. Keep it here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and SiriusXM Channel 80. This is the Canteen Carlin Podcast. Hey, let's go do our job, man. NFL Nation two days. Time is here. On ESPN Radio. The Green Bay Packers. 158! Go! This is Packers reporter Rob Domofsky, and this is Jordan Love's team. For now. But he can't wait too long to show that he's worthy. 
After three years as Aaron Rodgers' backup, Love essentially has this year and possibly next year to show that he's capable. Now, the Packers don't necessarily have to be a playoff team this year in order for Love to win over the organization. Remember, they went 6-10 and in Rodgers' first year as a starter. But also remember that Rodgers threw for more than 4,000 yards and had 28 touchdown passes in that first season, making it clear he was on the right track. The next year, they made the playoffs. The year after that, they won the Super Bowl. So the most important thing Love needs to do this year is show that he is on the right track. Countdown to kickoff with NFL Nation Two-A-Days on ESPN Radio. 35 days away from the first official game of the NFL season. Can you believe that, Randy Scott, 35 days? I, I'm starting. Listen, I, I say the uh, I say the offseason ends tonight. We got, an, we got an NFL game to watch. It may not be good. It doesn't it doesn't count, but it does matter. And uh yeah, I'm not waiting thirty five days. You wait you wait thirty five days. I'm ready to roll. Oh, I'll be watching tonight, but we know that this doesn't count. This is just as AI says practice. We're talking about practice <laughs> games, okay? He's Randy Scott, I'm Michelle Smallman, Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM channel eighty, and we continue our ESPN radio NFL two a days discussing the Green Bay Packers. And as we heard from Rob Demosky there, Randy Scott all roads of success lead to Jordan Love. We need Jordan Love to be the guy that the Packers believed in to be the successor to Aaron Rodgers. And we're getting we're getting his first full season in 2023. What are your expectations for Jordan Love? Uh man, I you know, a steep learning curve. I, I think I think growing pains. I think we're uh, I think we're gonna see some some borderline rookie mistakes because the sample size of his NFL career so far is so small. Um uh, but I think we're going to see a guy who understands the system. We're going to see a guy who understands his weapons. And unfortunately, uh, we're going to say he understands the lack of weaponry that he has to work with. I mean, the same reason, it's, it's interesting, the, the same reason that Aaron Rodgers is gone is going to be the same reason uh, I would say that Jordan Love has an excuse after 17 games if he gets to play. I think we're going to point to the receiver room and we're going to say, how much did we really learn about the quarterback considering he's throwing to Christian Watson and mm-hmm. Romeo Dobbs? Like right. Watson is a burner, to be sure. Dobbs uh, flashed at times. I think it's easy to look a little bit better maybe than you are when Aaron Rodgers is the one throwing you the ball. Um, you know, Devontae Adams has absolutely balled out in Las Vegas. None of these guys are Devontae Adams. When you have a collection of number two wide receivers, it lowers, obviously, the ceiling of not only your franchise, but of a quarterback that you're trying to evaluate. So I think we're going to see a lot of running uh, I think we're going to see career uh, carries and touches from Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And I just don't know how much we're going to learn about Jordan Love based on the weapons that he has to work with. So we said that about Justin Fields last year. And that's why the Bears went out and they got him a true number one in D.J. Moore. And when we're examining these teams, one of the questions that we ask is what does success look like for X team? And... I feel like after last season, the record was not great for the Chicago Bears, but they felt good about Justin Fields. They felt like he was the right choice, and they're going to go out and put weapons around him, fortify that offensive line, and continue to invest in his development because they believe in him. When I think about the Green Bay Packers, I do not think that they are going to have a successful season by many metrics, especially in the wins and losses column. But if at the end of the season, you see enough from Jordan Love where you can say, I think the Packers made the right choice. He's got he's got it. We saw flashes of what it could be. 
I think that's success for the Packers. Do you think that's a fair barometer? Yeah, I do. I think uh, I, th- I think you want to have a reason to stay with your quarterback. You know, I show yeah, show me a reason to stay. It's, it sounds like a like a country music song. They won eight games. <laughs> they, they won eight games a year ago, and that was a disappointment. If they win eight games this year, I think they'd be ecstatic. And I think that has a lot to do with the quarterback. If this quarterback can take this roster and this relative dearth of offensive talent, if it can take that to an eight-win season, they've got something, and they know it. This guy goes to one Morgan Wallen concert, and he's he's throwing out potential country names, country song names. I went to Luke Combs. Thank you very much. But oh, yes. weren't you trying to go to Morgan Wallen, you said, during the break or something? Oh, a friend was trying to a go to Morgan A friend's Wallen. trying to go, and I'm trying to help okay. the friend get tickets. That's all. No big deal. My bad. Yeah. You went to Luke Combs, which, people, by the way, how was he? Helping people is amazing. He's a, he, brought up, he brought up a Make-A-Wish kid named uh, Cooper. And so right now, Luke Combs' top song on the chart is Fast Car. It's a cover of yes. Tracy Chapman's song. Yes. So this kid wants to sing Fast Car with Luke Combs. Uh, Luke sings it and then keeps the like keeps that going. Brings the kid out, big applause. The kid's terrified. Luke gets it going. Says, "Hey, the crowd's going to sing with you." The kid sings the chorus, and when the kid got to, I think I've told you this. When the kid got to the refrain, mm-hmm. I think that I could be someone, be someone. This kid's like eight years old. He's beat cancer, and he gets a chance to be someone. And Luke is crying, and the crowd is crying, and the, then the crowd sings along with him and chants his name. Like it was. It was just one of those concert. I miss going to concerts, and it was one of those yeah. moments. It was amazing. He did such a great job. That sounds like such a beautiful moment. I'm yeah. jealous that you got to experience that. Thank All you. right, he's Randy Scott. I'm Michelle Smallman. Enough about country concerts. <laughs> Coming up next on Candy Carlin, the baseball trade deadline came and went. We're going to hear from a former player, and he's going to tell us who's the team to beat in Major League Baseball. Keep it here on Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. App. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.